0: The Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and
1: Nate Lundy. Place your, that's your jack wagons. It's the Fade 5 Podcast. Indeed it is here on a hashtag tequila Thursday presented by Suave tequila for the love of the gambling gods. Go pick up a bottle of Suavocito right now at your local Total Wine & More or your local liquor store. And if they don't have it, demand it. You gotta have it uh, because you need to have a little betting fiesta tonight. And uh, Lundy would know Thursday night football uh, tonight on this hash and tequila Thursday. We're gonna turn our attention to the hardwood, as uh, you know, and uh, our audience, I think, kinda knows. I am a college hoops junkie, uh, injected in my damn veins every single night. I, I watch, I scout, I devour as much of that action is humanly possible because I play the bracketology role and I just talked to my editor yesterday at Bally Sports. So shout out Joe Lago. And the bracket big board is going to make its triumphant return on January 30th this year is what I decided to do. Uh, so yeah, we got some time. It's, it's too early uh, to be, you know, kind of deciphering and and uh, sifting through all the various seeds and projected number one seeds and all that jazz because uh, conference action just got underway. But I will be back in all of my glory January 30th on Bally Sports with a bracket big board. But
0: uh, it's what a tease! What it, a freaking tease! Oh, this is gonna be great! Oh, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> you gotta wait 25 days to see it. You. Man, that's... Well, weird. here's the, here's the other good news. Uh, starting Monday
1: of next oh, week, I'm going what? to be writing a new big noise, big bet of the day, all college basketball every single day of the week. So there's that appetizer until I reveal my projected field again later this month.
0: Okay. Uh, that I can... That's a little bit better because at least you're only waiting until Monday. But, you know... <laughs> I, why you gotta why you gotta why you gotta drop it's that's like okay, Brad, it's January 5th. That would be like me sitting back and going, you know, I have got a great Christmas present for you this year. <laughs> well, nobody cares about college hoops in general until after the damn Super
1: Bowl, anyway. So let's go ahead and get people a little taste of the college hardwood action and looking at the futures market right now across the various sports book. Uh, what is your national title pick to click? If you got uh, twenty bucks, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, burning a hole in your pocket right now, and you're letting that money ride for the next several weeks and I know months, and I know you hate uh, the you know tying up your money for that long, but uh, if you just had some indisposable cash, uh, who are you gonna you know apply that to, and who could hoist the hardware here come
0: early April? Well, Brad, I think, uh, you know, you know, I I have a lot of uh, disposable cash. Um, I'm just laying around pile. Like if you could see, I mean, there's just piles of it surrounding me right now. Um, No, there isn't. That's exactly why I hate tying up my money. But you always put me on the spot like this with futures. Um, Here's what I'll tell you, Brad. Um, I really wish um, I had had the, say, 20, 25 bucks of disposable money uh, maybe three months ago. Because the team that I'm going to roll with was 66 to 1 to start the season and is now down to 11 to 1. Uh, So if you put me on the spot, I will go with UConn at 11 to 1 right now. Now, a couple of reasons uh, why. Um. One, uh, I'm not going to make this bet anyway, so screw it. Because you know, I mean, I, you know me. I don't. <laughs> They've like lost
1: back-to-back back games, so you might actually get this at a better value here in short order.
0: Yeah, I know. Exactly. A um, couple of reasons why. One, you know, uh, if you're a fan of the pod, you've been a part of this for a while, you've watched Brad and I uh, over the years on television, you know that my wife is a Jayhawk. Uh, and therefore, uh, if I don't pick Kansas, uh, basically, um, I you know, I don't get to see her naked for like months on end. So, um, you know, I got to I got to be careful with my pick. So obviously, with KU, that would be uh, the back to back, by the way, the most handle right now with our friends at GM is on the Kansas Jayhawks, but I actually credit that to the fact that Kansas just joined the sports betting party here. And so, of course, all the residents of the state of Kansas are rolling with their Jayhawks. That's the reason why there's so much handle on it. Uh, But with UConn, and I don't want to steal your thunder because I think I know where you're going with this one. UConn is one of only two teams, Brad, that ranks in the top 10 in both adjusted offensive efficiency and adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. So I will roll with them at 11-1, to but... The other team that ranks in the top 10 yep. in both adjusted offensive and adjusted defensive efficiency. Mr. Evans, I yield the floor to you.
1: Yes, and that is the UCLA Bruins that has my pick to click and uh, win the national title this season at plus 1,400 right now at BetMGM. They also have the fifth longest winning streak. It uh, currently stands at 10 games in college basketball. UCLA is magnificent. You know, they got the strong guard play there, spearheaded spearhead by uh, Tiger Campbell, uh, the consummate point guard. Uh, Then you have Jaime Hawkes, who is still there and still getting buckets at will, inside, outside. Jalen Clark has really elevated his game, particularly on the defensive end, but also contributing consistently offensively. Uh, They all have the greatest depth in the world, but they have balance. And uh, they have statistical balance as well. Uh, So whether you're looking at the numbers, whether you're looking at the game film, they have all of the goods necessary uh, to win the national title this season. They only have two blemishes on the resume right now, and possibly lost of my Finding Illini team, which uh, is looking like a more abhorrent loss by the day with the way that Illinois has fallen short, and dramatically so here in recent weeks. Uh, they lost a game on a neutral floor in Vegas. They also lost uh, in that tournament to the Baylor Bears. Uh, that was way back in November. They've won every game since. And you might say, well, what's the Pac-12? They're a bunch of patsies. They're not going to really prepare this UCLA team for the rigors of the NCAA tournament. And I understand that. I mean, Arizona uh, is uh, definitely a team that could maybe belong in a Final Four conversation. But after that, the Pac-12 is rather lackluster. But again, it's all about experience. It's all about the well-roundedness of this team. And uh, I think, uh, you know, the staff has got to be really excited uh, to get uh you know to the insane tournament and it makes some serious noise. I think they're gonna be ultimately a one or two seed, and they will be my pick-to-click again at plus fourteen hundred there to win the national title. So McClowden, get it done! I know you're a fiery dude, uh, but it could be smiles uh come April. All right, Luddy, with that. Already on the books, let's get after it on this College Hoops Edition on a hashtag tequila Thursday. Bartender, bartender, pour me a suavecito and another edition of the Fade Five.
0: Number five.
1: All right, let's go to the Wiggity, 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 Wiggity Whack Conference Uh, and a a matchup that everybody is uh, clearly going to be watching. uh, Grand Canyon Taking on Sam Houston State. And Sam Houston State's made some noise this season. They're actually a bit of an analytic darling right now in the mid-major market. Top 70, according to Bart Torvik, in overall standing. But I'm taking the visiting GCU Lopes and the plus three and a half. Uh, admittedly, this has come down. The line opened. And I, I grabbed it last night immediately when it opened at plus five and a half and now it's down to plus three and a half at MGM at some books it's at three flat and it could shrink even further uh the juice the standard minus 110 why am I high on GCU on the road in this game it's uh very simple it's all about maximizing the matchup here and three point percentage defense uh grand Canyon, number 35 in the country in that category giving up just 29.3 percent and you look at Sam Houston Very good and really thrive and are dependent on those triples hitting, shooting 39.2% from distance on the season. Yeah, Grand Canyon's got a little bit of turnovers. It's been a problem at times uh, this year. And Sam Houston, number six, and turnover percentage defense. uh, And the tempo in this game is going to be rather slow. But, you know, you look at Sam Houston, they lost to Northwestern State and Alcorn State at home. Uh, And you look at Grand Canyon, they had some success on the road. They beat my Cowboys, Wyoming, on the road uh, this year as well, which uh, would have been a tremendous victory last year, not so much necessarily this year. But still, they have some of that confidence away from Phoenix. So, Lundy, fate or follow in this battle of the whack, my Grand Canyon pick, plus 3.5 at Sam Houston State, minus 110 at BetMGM.
0: Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon. There's a university in the middle. <laughs> is it in the Grand Canyon? No, it it's not. Named after? Oh, oh. And you know,
1: I, I know you're you're being sarcastic, but they have one of the best home court environments. I know this game is going to be played at Sam Houston State, but one of the best uh, right. home court environments all of college
0: basketball. It's rowdy and raucous. The fans are great. Okay, okay. I uh, dude, I got to follow you on this one. I don't know jack shit about Grand Canyon. <laughs> you pulled this one, you pulled this one out of some orifice that I don't want to know about because here I am like I'm getting ready for the pod. I'm like, all right. Hey, Brad's going to have some, we're going to have some fun. We got some college hoops yeah. and I'm looking I'm looking at this like last night. I'm looking. I'm watching some hockey uh, and I'm and and I'm I'm looking at the college basketball schedule for tonight. And for the staff, I'm like, man, there are some really good games for Brad to choose from. And then I sit down to do the podcast, and you've got Grand Canyon and Sam Houston State. Brad, there are some, and, and I know you're going to get to some of them, but there's some really good matchups. And this is what you chose? You're killing
1: me, dude. You're killing me. Uh, I absolutely am killing you. Uh, in fact, I'm throwing you into the damn Grand Canyon, plus three and a half.
0: Number four.
1: All right, uh, numeral Quattro, another uh, game that uh, Lundy knows all the intimate details about. Hawaii and UCSD, that is University of California, San Diego. Uh, Lundy, before I offer my selection, do you have any idea what the USCSD mascot is? What is oh. the
0: nickname? crap um i know i knew this um oh i had to look it up admittedly because i didn't know no part of the reason that i knew it was because um they were part of a pick on you bet tonight on my television show about three and a half weeks ago crap no i don't remember what is it they are the tritons that's right that's right that's right thank you Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I didn't remember that because um, uh, even uh, my co-host, Todd Romero. uh, Great. uh, Love Todd. Um, Todd actually knew it, uh, which really threw me off because I thought I was going to catch him off guard. And he was like, oh, yeah, the Tritons. Um, But no. So I digress. But yes, the uh, Tritons and we always like I grew up. They were the fighting rainbows. Yeah, then there are
1: the Rainbow Warriors, and they drop the rainbow. They were just the Warriors. I think they're back to the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors now. It doesn't matter. I've got a glorious University of Hawaii shirt with a Rainbow Warrior on it. So that's what I'm sticking with. And you know what else I'm sticking with in this game? I'm taking the under 126 and a half minus 110 at bet MGM. Here's the reason why these are two of the slowest tempo teams in the country. Hawaii number 313 in adjusted tempo Uh, UCSD number 303 in that category in Hawaii. Uh, maybe a tournament team, and they could be a scary one because they locked down defensively. Number 16 in the country, an effective field goal percentage. They're allowing just 44.5% inside the arc, 27.7% outside of it. Uh, you look at the fact that Hawaii has struggled at times offensively, number 190, in EFG percentage offense. Uh, but you look at UCSD, uh, they are rancid, putting ball through the basket. Number 303 an effective field goal percentage offense. So, again, slower pace, offenses that are wildly inconsistent, uh, really you know, build skyscrapers, all the bricks uh, laid, uh, kind of pull that together. And Hawaii, really the better team, though they are on the road here. This one may be in the 50s in the end. So that's why I'm taking the under 126 and a half, minus 110 of bet MGM. Uh, Lundy, are you going to remember the Tritons? Are you going to follow me on this pick?
0: Well, I I am going to follow because uh, I've actually used uh, the Fighting Rainbow Warrior. Like, I don't know. Is there, can they just make their mascot uh, Dwayne Johnson from uh, (laughs) from Moana? Um, Anyway, um, no, I'm going to roll with this because I've actually. Uh, I've used this bet before on the TV show, Brad, because of the pace that Hawaii plays. Um, yep. You and I you and I have uh, a phrase. It's actually a, a pool that I belong to, a football pool that I belong to called There's Always the Hawaii Game uh, yep. with a bunch of buddies here uh, in the Denver area. And um, th- the idea is there's always a late night bet that you can do. Um, and so uh, Hawaii has been uh, – I've used it a couple of times uh, on the show. And it's almost always been – tied to the total because of just how slow they are so i think this is a great bet uh tritons uh you know the the fighting dwayne johnson's whatever uh you got for hawaii uh i'm I'm with you this i think this game winds up like what 58 to 52 i mean it really could be something like that these two teams both extremely slow good call
1: hawaii ucsd take the under and score some cash
0: Number three.
1: Oh, finally, some teams uh, that Lundy really knows something about. Uh, let's go to the Atmospheric River, the Pineapple Express, uh, the soaking that California is experiencing right now, and focus on a matchup and a rivalry game in the city of Angels, USC, at UCLA. Uh, these two schools really separate by just a couple of miles, uh, which will take you an hour to travel to if you uh, do it by car in Los Angeles. Uh, I am going to go with the visiting Trojans in this one, catching 11.5 at minus 110 at Penn and Jim. I know we're already saying, but Brad, Brad, you just picked UCLA with a national title. I understand that. I'm not saying they're going to lose this game. In fact, I think they're going to win, and they could win comfortably, Uh, but 11.5 points in a rivalry matchup is just too many. Uh, Last year, with the similar players on the floor, Uh, USC lost by three and seven points in those pair of matchups. And you look at SC this season, number one in the Pac-12 so far, an offensive rebounding percentage because they have that length and they really get after with those second chance opportunities. And number one in two-point percentage, D, giving up just 35.3% inside the arc. It's all about Morgan and White and Drew Peterson. Uh, Those guys are all, I think, 6'7", 6'8", plus. And uh, they have that length and uh, oddball skills defensively uh, to thwart the opposition. You look at UCLA, uh, they do have a three advantage in this game. They're shooting over 37% in Pac-12 action. And SC right now, dead last in the Pac-12 and three-point percentage D, giving up 40% so far in conference play. So that is a concern. You know, UCLA could be lights out with Campbell and Hawkins uh, from downtown, but I think ultimately SC, uh, due to their prowess, due to their presence defensively inside the arc, will limit a lot of those second-chance opportunities. It would be a lot of one and duns If they can score, and I know that could be a chore in this one it to UCLA's, Ability to play defense. They should keep this under 10 and score me a cover in the end. So, Lundy, USC plus 11 and a half at UCLA minus 110 at BetMGM. Fade or follow?
0: Um, I, I enjoy USC because I think you could, you know, we all know the famous Key and Peel uh, skit. Uh, I'm a big fan of Boogie Ellis. I'm a big fan of anybody yeah. with the name Boogie. It just, like, if you get to the point where you are just known as Boogie, that's just cool. Uh, you're just, you're a cool son of a bitch if you're known as Boogie. Um, the trick is they need him to not foul out, which is what happened uh, last week. What, again, when they play Washington State? Um, And I think he only logged, I think he only logged like 27 minutes or something like that uh, and actually fouled out with only 20 points and they need him uh, to keep this one close. So, you know, my guess is UCLA will try to see if they can bait him into some stupid fouls since he managed to foul out in the game last week. Um, But I agree with you in a rivalry game like this, UCLA wins, but I think this is too many points. Uh, And by the way, uh, this game will come back around in bonus time Oh, a little tease. Oh, a little preview
1: there. I thought you were going to go Hingle McCrinkleberry on me there uh, a second with a Key and Peel reference. But Boogie Ellis, a nice consolation prize. Even better. Dude, your name yourself. is
0: Boogie. That is so freaking cool. Uh, it, I'm it really is. I'm. I'm Nate. Like, that's just that's boring. Yeah, and he's going to make a dance tonight because he can fill
1: up the box tour, and hopefully he will score us a cash cover in the end. Uh, so we can go spend it on some Suavecito. The Fate 5 here on the Sash and Tequila Thursday is presented by the Suavecito Tequila. Pick up a bottle now. Are you not familiar with Suavecito? Let, let me give you a little education. At 2015, Forbes Magazine in the NYC contacted 10 tequila experts around the country. One in Cali, Texas, Florida, New York. People who know tequila, and they asked them one simple question. What's the best-tasting tequila sold in these United States? And one week later on the front page of Forbes magazine was a picture of a bottle of Suavecito Añejo. Grab some love juice tonight and throw a betting fiesta on this hashtag tequila Thursday. Get Suavecito at any Total Wine & More store or ask for it where you are we consider it a favor. Gracias.
0: Number two.
1: All right. Numero Dose here on the fade five podcast. Let's go with the big 10 uh, and let's go with the Ohio state. Yes. Against a top ranked team in the country. The visiting Purdue Boilermakers coming off. Uh, difficult last second loss to Rutgers at home. Uh, I like the Buckeyes uh, to hand them back to back L's. I'm going to lay the point and a half here in Columbus, minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Ohio State, I think, it's one of the best kept secrets right now in college basketball. You know, not a lot of people really talking about him on the national scene. A uh, team uh, that's playing exceptionally well, uh, Zed Key versus Shaq Edie. Uh, You know, that's a nickname that uh, my buddy Rob Doster and Jeff Goodman have said on the field of 68. Uh, He also goes by Zach Eady, but Shaq Eady certainly applies. Anything within, like, uh, I don't know, five feet, six feet of the rim, it's going through the cylinder when a guy is standing at seven-plus feet and a wide body of sorts. But, you know, he's going to have quite the tall task, and literally so, defending him. But I think he can hold his own ground. Uh, Not only that, too, but, you know, both these teams' top five uh, nationally an offensive efficiency but the shortcoming for Purdue is the kickout game and ability to splishy splash them outside they're only shooting 30.5 percent from distance as a team so as good as Edie is if you don't have that action uh, going through the center and you're executing uh, from long range uh, makes you very one-dimensional and I think that's a problem for them Ohio State meanwhile shooting 37.5% from three. Since the ball has been great, Thornton equally is great. OSU as well, number 24 in the country, an effective field goal percentage D. So with a likely raucous and rowdy home crowd there in Columbus, and that's going to play a factor. I think the Ohio State, the fighting Eddie Georges, minus one and a half, take care of business, against the visiting Purdue Boilermakers, Minus 110 of DraftKings. Lundy,
0: Fader, follow. Back-to-back. Back. I'm with you. I'll take the back-to-back losses for Purdue. Lay the points with Ohio State in this one because if there's one thing that Brad loves to get drunk on tequila uh, and do, it's watch Big Ten basketball. So I do. I will yield the floor to you on this one. I trust you on the Buckeyes and their ability to uh, hand Purdue that loss. One and a half. Solid. Um, you know, if you don't like to deal with the with that, you could alt line, you could take them just straight money line, pair it up with something else if you want to give yourself that buffer. But I would roll with Ohio State easily with this one. Take it to the bank. Not up with the Buckeyes. Number one.
1: Well, let's stick with that Big Ten theme, shall we? And uh here's a, a mystery, and I really don't understand why this line has come down. It opened at six. And it is down to minus four and a half for the home squad, who usually dominates on their home floor. And Rutgers take it on the Maryland Terrapins. And I'm going to go with a chalk. I don't care where the line action is going. I still think Rutgers is going to score the cover in this game at the minus four and a half at minus 110 on FanDuel. And here's the reason why. One of the staunchest defenses in college basketball. That's what Michael has in the Scarlet Knights. Number two. In the nation in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up just 0.844 points per possession, Rutgers suit number four in effective field goal percentage D and number twelve in turnover percentage D. So they apply pressure on the ball, they create miscues and mistakes, and they normally take advantage of that. Uh, Amore is uh, an absolute a stalwart inside, one of the best shot blockers around, one of the best dunkers in the Big Ten as well. Uh, And that's why, you know, Rutgers is top three in conference play in offensive rebounding percentage. You look at Maryland, uh, you know, what team are you going to get? You know, they lost by six at Wisconsin, so they were competitive in that game. And then they went to Ann Arbor, and they lost by 35 to what I believe is kind of a middle-of-the-road Michigan team Hunter Dickinson and friends there. Uh, You look at this team, number 14, in offensive efficiency. So they are dead last right now in the Big Ten in that category. So really struggling to score. And defensively, they're outside the top ten in conference action and defensive efficiency as well. So, uh, you know, balanced in the wrong way is Maryland right now. So Rutgers minus four and a half. I am vexed that this line is moving south or it should be going the other direction. Lundy, you got to fade or follow me or you get to side with maybe some of the sharp action, minus 110
0: at FanDuel. Yeah, there's sharp money that's moving this, and, and I'm kind of with you that I, I, I'm finding myself scratching my head a little bit, but look, when I start seeing stuff like that happen, there are people a hell of a lot smarter than me, um, a hell of a lot smarter, by the way, um, (laughs) that are causing that to happen. So, Brad, everything about me says lay the four and a half, hell, lay the six where it opened, but the fact that it's moving the way it is, I like the fact that there's some value. Um, I honestly think that this game, because of how the line is moving, has me sit back as a better and say, okay, something's up. There's something about how this line is moving. So I think what I probably would do with this game, Brad, is I'd get away – I think Rutgers can win. But there's probably a reason that we're seeing this line movement and maybe we haven't quite dialed in on what it is. So what I probably would do is decide to go with Rutgers on the money line and put it with something else. Put it with another game or maybe even a couple that I really like um, you know, take uh, take Rutgers on the money line, and then snag uh, you know snag a, a game or maybe two. Get yourself to like a plus 110, 115 and I, that's the way that I would go. Just because I don't trust this line movement. Well, do with Ohio
1: State and get it an easy plus money on sure. a two legger right there on money lines. Why yeah, the hell you, not.
0: You could go with something like that. So I just uh, that's what I would do personally as a better on this one because I don't trust the fact. Like if we were seeing this thing move by a point, so be it but we've seen it move by 2. And yeah. that's and and that's a lot for uh for movement in less than 24 hours on a game that only started. I mean this thing's moved a third if you will. So I just don't trust that. So I think what I would do is I would trust Rutgers to win, but I'd slide it over. I'd take the money line. I'd put it with something else
1: ah joust him scarlet knights get it done they're gonna cover the four and a half hell i think they're gonna cover the six six and a half it doesn't matter all right Lundy, let's move on it's bonus time after i lost all my money on Rutgers, i'm gonna need something to chase so serve <laughs> it up to me would
0: you Uh, I got a couple for you. Let's stick in college basketball. I told you I was going to come back to that USC game. Brad, I put together an alt line for you that I think Mm. you will like. Uh, Just on the late night tip here with some Pac-12 basketball, take that spread in the USC game that we said was at 11.5. Bump it up to 15. Get yourself a little bit of a buffer. Then bring the line down on the matchup between the Wildcats and the Huskies, between Arizona and Washington. That one is actually Arizona, I think, minus 21 right now. I brought it down to 13 and a half. Ooh. Just in case now, Washington's not very good, folks. No. Nope. Um they're not. So I don't even think you need to bring it down that far, but I took USC to fifteen and a half, Arizona down to thirteen and a half. That's plus one oh eight at DraftKings. So it's pretty simple. It's not very sexy, but it is plus money. Um, and by the way, I did look at this one. If you took those two and then just add Utah on the money line against my Oregon State Beavers. Um, this actually bumps up even higher. You get it up to like plus one thirty-five, one forty in that range. Um, and Oregon State sucks. Um, Utah's favorite, I think, by twelve. So you could take them just straight money line if all you wanted to do was bump this up on the juice. But a little bit of Pac-12 basketball for you tonight. Brad already hit on um, on that game. Like I said, Arizona should absolutely roll. Um, this Huskies team uh, for Washington surprised. Uh, uh, a tad Boyle and, and the Colorado Buffaloes. Otherwise, they have just been an absolute shit show since. Um, I mean, they lost to my Oregon State Beavers in Corvallis. Um, they just came off of last weekend getting blown out by the L.A. schools. Arizona should not have any problem whatsoever. Uh, then ten games on the ice tonight uh, in the N.H.L. Uh, so I want to drop. Um, okay, okay, this is I. I tell you guys not to get greedy with your uh, with your <laughs> with your parlays, uh, and here I am about to get greedy for you. This is a four leg money line for you. Um, I'm going to ride the hot uh, the hot hand or the hot stick, if you will, that is the New York Rangers. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are at home; they should take care of the Kraken. Washington is on the road against Columbus, and Carolina is at home against Nashville. If you take just money line on all four of those teams, it is plus. 368. Now, if you don't want to get greedy folks and you want to back this one down, the two that I feel the strongest about of that mix are the Maple Leafs and Carolina. And if you just take those two on the money line by themselves, they're both at home, you're going to get that at plus 111. Biggest reason why, one, it's Toronto at home against Seattle. Seattle is improving, but folks, they're still Seattle. Um, and Toronto is pretty good. The other reason why, Carolina is coming off of a loss to the red hot New York Rangers. But prior to that, the Canes had won 11 in a row. I have a feeling they're going to get back on the winning side of things at home against a uh, very Jekyll and Hyde Nashville team right now. So that big four-legger that I gave you – Rangers, Toronto, Washington, Carolina, that's plus 368. But if you want the two strongest plays, I think it's Toronto and Carolina. Those are plus 111. There you go, Brad.
1: All right, real quick, let me get an NBA selection in here. I'm going to take the under on Jalen Brown made threes against the Mavs tonight. Uh, That number is standing at two and a half. Uh, He has uh, hit the under in two of his last three. He's averaging exactly what the line is at, two and a half made threes per game this season. Uh, He's jacked 7.6, shots from distance on the air but he's only hitting 33.5% on the season. He uh, faced Alistair this season. He had two bay threes, so he hit the under there and the Mavericks have allowed, in their last 10 games, the second lowest three-point percentage of any team in the NBA at 31.9%. So, again, Jalen Brown under two and a half main threes for me. Uh, In college basketball, two more quick selections. Give me the over in Santa Clara and Pepperdine. Uh, That number is sitting at 152. We got two of the fastest teams in the country. Santa Clara number 66 in tempo, Uh, Pepperdine at number 16. They're both three Point centric and they're both hitting 36.1 percent from downtown on the year. Uh, Santa Clara scored at least 70 points 10 times this season. Pepperdine has achieved the same feat 11 times this year. This game is uh, likely going to be in the upper 70s could be in the lower 80s in the end. Uh, so give me a Pepperdine uh, on the over with Santa Clara at 152 and Florida Atlantic against UAB is the other one I like. I will lay the two points uh, with the Owls, who are 10 and 1 ATS this season. They have been covering machines. Uh, FAU, uh, top 35, and effective field goal percentage, offense, and defense on the season. Uh, in conference play, they're allowing just 0.742 points per possession. I mean, UAB could very well be a tournament team. Uh, The Blazers are are quite good, but Florida Atlantic at home, minus two. Given the covering history, just given their strengths in general, I think the Owls, hootie-hoo, find a way to score the cover in the end. And speaking of the end, that is a wrap on the Fade 5 podcast on this Hatch at Tequila Thursday, presented by Suavecito. Again, rate and review us right now. Drop us something. If you don't mind, do so and uh, do so kindly. Also, feed or follow each one of us on the Twitter. Follow Lundy and all his free spreadsheet picks at Nate Lundy. I do the same exercise at Noisy Huevos. For Nate Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. As always, until next time, feed or follow, that is up to you.